You're listening to RP with Daniel Fitzmorris on WNHHLP 103.5 FM, streaming live on newhavenindependent.org. Hello, welcome to another episode of Artbeat. I am Daniel Fitzmorris, the Executive Director of the Arts Council of Greater New Haven. And we're streaming live right now on the radio, but I also want to remind you that all of these episodes are available as a podcast on iTunes and SoundCloud. And I hope that you'll share it along the way, because today... We are really glad to welcome Liz Antle O'Donnell, who is a member of the Keller Liddell Gallery. Hello. Hi. Thanks for having me. We're really, I'm really glad to have you. The, um, the best way to start, I know you well from all sorts of other things, but um, introduce yourself. What do, you, um, what do you make? What's your relationship with the gallery? Um, just so we can get things started. I know there's lots going on with the gallery, but we should talk about you first. Sure. Um, yeah, I'm from New Haven. I, um, well, moved here when I was like three. That counts. Yeah, that counts. Um, and I'm an artist myself. Uh, I'm a member at Keller Lydell uh, since uh, 2014, I think, around there, yeah. Uh, I'm a mother mm-hmm. and a wife and, yeah. <laughs> That's great. I, I'm mostly a printmaker, um, so I... I'm dabbling in other media also. Oh, good. So what, um, so then uh, from New Haven, so how did you go from, how did you become an artist as a, as, as a born and raised New Haven artist? What were the pathways to get you here? Um, I was just thinking about this. Uh, I, I, one of my earliest memories of making art was with my grandmother. She was an artist. And I remember like sitting at her kitchen table and her kind of giving me a watercolor tutorial and me being, so she was a watercolorist. Yeah. Um, a very talented one. And I remember just thinking, ah, I don't want to obey these laws, these rules. (laughs) Why are you (laughs) trying to constrict me? But, um, she was an inspiration to me, but, um, I haven't been, I was thinking about this too. I think I've probably been calling myself an artist and comfortable calling myself an artist for maybe 10 years or so. I always enjoyed making artwork. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I've always been drawing and painting. And, um, and I took art classes in college, though I majored in English. Oh, um, I, I, took I didn't art know classes. that. Yeah. Um, but then... Um, what do you do with an English degree? Right. right. <laughs> I like to write you also. become an artist. But, yeah, exactly. <laughs> um. After I graduated, I started working with kids. I've, I've always enjoyed working with kids, and I, I spent about 10 years as a early childhood educator. Um, but that, in that time frame, I also went back and took classes at Pear. Mm, okay. And I took some of sort of like the fundamental drawing and painting classes and realized that I could do it. I could create a trompe l'oeil, you know, was like paintings that look like you can just reach out and grab mm-hmm. what's on the wall. Um, like that realism. A, yeah. And that gave me a sense of confidence, I think. And what's uh, pear, if people don't know? I mean, I know oh, what pear is, yeah. and uh, but it's such a little secret. Yeah, it is kind of a secret, isn't it? Unless it's, you take the Merritt Parkway going northbound and you see the sign. Right, right. And you're like, oh, pear. Yeah, um, Pear College of Art in Hamden. Um, off of well mm-hmm. right yeah it's a great it's a great little secret art school and there are um, some amazing teachers there that actually can kind of like boil down and explain 
really well how to create mm-hmm. realist painting. Or, um, Mr. Zappalardi was like just an amazing teacher. Mm. Um, because I think sometimes when people are like so good at something, I always used to feel this way about math teachers. I'm not necessarily <laughs> like that math inclined. I share that. But yeah, so like sometimes when someone's really good at something, it doesn't necessarily mean they're the best teacher or can understand what it's like not be so good at it and some of my most favorite math teachers were ones that had um struggled ones that had struggled with math themselves and so could kind of you know empathize with me and right help me figure it out and then all of a sudden you got good at math (laughs) yeah i did actually yeah i placed out Never took it again. Oh, me too. Yeah. Me too. <laughs> yeah, and par- it's tiny, right? It's this little, little school. Mm-hmm. All right, so those classes are really formative. But that was before you started calling yourself an artist? Or that was around the time you started around saying, time, I'm yeah. an artist? Yeah, 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 around that time. That's great. <laughs> and you said, now you're a printmaker, but that's mm-hmm. probably not the only word or the only medium you might be using. Yeah, I think um, I, sort- I discovered printmaking um, when I was in an undergraduate and it really just clicked with me specifically um linoleum block printing and relief printing um because that's something that you know because like etching and all those things you really need like the whole studio setup you need the mm-hmm. ads to burn the plates and but the, um relief printing you can really do from home um so i really have been sticking with that and that's it, great. yeah it's my primary thing I also kind of I'm dabbling in collage and more installation and um, I've been collaborating with my husband on some video pieces. Mm-hmm. That's great. Well, and I saw your work recently at the gallery. Yeah. So we should probably just, it's an interesting <laughs> intersection, but um, but you're sharing um, Keller Liddell right now with, um, with another artist who split it like front mm-hmm. to back. Um, and is that how membership works at the gallery? I mean, what's the, what's the, if people have never ever been there before and I want them to go and see your show before it closes, what, what would they expect? Um, yeah. So Keller Liddell is a cooperative gallery. We have about 20 members right now. Um, and each, um, member is juried into membership, um, which, you know, if I do say so creates um, an impressive uh, little group here of, mm-hmm. of emerging established artists. Um, and you'll, uh, as a member, you get a show about like every year and a half mm-hmm. or so. Um, and it, we divide the gallery into, um, you'll, you, you, can, you can choose to have it be a, like a two-person show mm-hmm. and have it uh, themed together, or you can choose to really have two separate shows. Um, and in the in the back there, we always have kind of a representative piece from each member. Mm-hmm. Um, Where does the name come from? I've uh, always wondered. Yeah, um, I heard that it's it was made up. Really? Yeah. There's so, no Keller Lydell. Right. I, and I don't know. It's kind of just like one of those things that, like a mystery. <laughs> but that's what I heard. Um, yeah, so it, uh, the gallery was created in 2003 by eight artists. Something, is it, how many letters? Mm, could be. I don't know. Someone was counting letters and thinking, of, like, yeah. like, oh, there were eight of us at the beginning. <laughs> like, yeah, that could be. Yeah, could, I'm not sure. 
where it comes from. Well, but it's yeah. a staple of Westville these days, nevertheless, mm-hmm. right? You can't miss it when you go by. Yeah. It has a pretty striking professional, you know, appearance as mm-hmm. you get through um, right next to Lena's. Um, and what did you decide to do for your every so often exhibit? Um, my show uh, this time around is called Walls. Um, and part of the reason I, I personally exhibit work is because I hope that my work will inspire conversations. Um, so in the past, um, I've always kind of, I've been interested in sort of environmental issues and um, that sort of thing. Um, and for this show, it's focused on gated communities and how that may be analogous to what's happening in the country today. Um, yeah, walls is a relevant <laughs> word. Yep. <laughs> theme, idea. So I, I saw the exhibit, so I, I'm cheating, but um so I know that um it's obviously worth going to. But what what um there's some unexpected things, I think, in in the way you curated the exhibit. Um and I don't know. Again, if someone goes and they've never been to the gallery before and then they show up and they're gonna see what from you? Obviously, some prints. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, uh, well, you walk into sort of the Southwest landscapes that Alan Schulich right. has, is presenting. Um, They're like wall-free. <laughs> right, or natural walls. Yeah, perhaps. natural walls, yeah. Yeah, um, his show is Enigmatic Canyons. Um, and then you come to sort of like a um, floating wall. <laughs> yeah. And on that piece is called welcome home and so it's um nine uh black and white prints linoleum prints of um model homes they're four by four each Mm -hmm. with a wall in front of them uh, made out of popsicle sticks and hot glue and spray paint gold spray paint so that's sort of the entry in to the the gated community yeah um and then yeah then there. There are prints, there are collages I've created with prints, and collages without prints, um, some installations, things hanging from the ceiling, um, videos, and um, also some small small uh, works of fiction that my husband, Ryan, wrote and I illustrated. That's great. So it's up through April 30th. <laughs> oh, per- so again, we're right at this spot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so so then the reason you're 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 really here is not to is not to you know sing your own praises right. but it's really as a member of the gallery you, you've been really involved in this new project mm-hmm. about um i mean what you have a name for it right what is it called um well we're developing community arts programming mm-hmm. at the gallery free and low cost for um kids young people adults families all ages um, and we're really excited yeah, so why did the members decide to do this? Um, I think, you know, it's really coming from a sincere passion for the arts mm-hmm. and wanting to share that with more people and broaden our own audience, bring people that may have never come to the gallery to come in and experience that, um, to also have creative experiences themselves because mm-hmm. we're offering programs in which people can create and not just view creations mm-hmm. 
and to really, yeah, just to just open up the gallery because we feel like, you know, we have this great space. We have all these really talented people in the gallery and we just want to um, tell people about it. <laughs> right, right. So what are some examples? I know, you know, you're, you're in an Indiegogo campaign that ends tomorrow. Yes. So, yeah, we're currently raising money on Indiegogo for it. Um, to create these programs, we're partnering with a brand new nonprofit, the Articon Initiative in Westville. And Articon is an outgrowth of Arlo. Mm-hmm. the first and only affordable artist housing in New Haven. Um, and Articon was developed to foster, support, and in some cases um, help develop community arts programming for um, Arlo tenants and, and their neighbors. Mm-hmm. Um, so this an initiative is created in partnership with Articon. Um, and is that like Articon, art, like Comic Con? Uh, it's like or Art, art Economy. Yeah, Art Econ. Yes, yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's Articon, exactly. So that, <laughs> has that like zing. It totally works. Yeah. yeah. Um, so our, our goals and what we've been working on is to create a sort of year long schedule of programming because I think, um, uh, Westville is really known for like the giant puppet parade mm-hmm. and the Westville art walk and these really big, amazing, awesome events, you know, um, and, and we want to help um, build some more ongoing year long, year long programming. Mm-hmm. Um, and so one of the things that we have been doing for the last several months is, um, oh, and I should say um, we, uh, Articon and Keller Lydell, were recently awarded a grant from the city of New Haven for the community from the community arts grants. Right, the program. mayor's grants. Yeah, that's great. Um, and so we're really thrilled um, to have that support. Um, and so one of the specific programs that we've been working on that I've been really involved in as well, um, we've been doing monthly story time mm-hmm. events at the gallery for all ages, um, where we read a story. We sing a song, and then we have an art activity um, as well. So our last event was just this past Sunday. <laughs> um, I, we we um, select the stories and songs um, are inspired by the artwork on view. Mm-hmm. So this month I read Counting on Community mm-hmm. by Inosanto Nagara. And it's like his follow-up to A from A is activist oh i didn't realize that's what it was yeah and um then because i know that book well yeah that's a great one <laughs> um and then we uh sang a song love grows mm-hmm. maybe you know that too mm-hmm. one of the ones we used to sing at neighborhood music I school yeah <laughs> um and then we worked on uh, a community uh mural together print uh and we did object printing you know, very there. fitting yeah but then, like, it's kids in the space, and exactly. often a space that's not, you know, no offense, not friendly right. for kids, and mm-hmm. especially groups of kids. Yeah. But. And that was one of the comments that we had um, a couple of times back, was that it was just so wonderful to have an opportunity to have, um, to bring your kids to the gallery and mm-hmm. to kind of, like, you know, open the doors to art to, mm-hmm. for them. So it's not just, art is not just something that you yeah. can't touch. You would have you been know? one of those kids. Right, exactly. <laughs> 
it's been really fun because I've been, I have an 18 month old, as you know, and um, a part of the responsibilities as a member artist is that we gallery sit once per month. And so my son has really been growing up in right. the gallery and, right. and he is going to be your toughest critic. Oh, I'm so sure. Beware if you, I'm <laughs> sure, been, right? Lately he'll, he'll point over and over again and demand that he return to the works that he is just fascinated by. Yeah. And when we come to one that he's not so thrilled with, he's like, no. Uh, <laughs> and wants to just move on. They so. know. They know. Really? I, I thought I did a good job on that one. Stronger, <laughs> mom. <Yeah>. Get stronger. <laughs> so then what else, what other kinds of programs are you guys imagining? Because it sounds really exciting. Thanks. So another, um, uh, you know, another program that we had and hope to do again is to do artist demos. And so um, one of our artists, Frank Bruckman, did a painting demo, which was just, it's like magic right. to watch Frank paint. Right. Um, and so he had a show up, um, Studio Still Lives. So he demonstrated how he would create a still life. Um, we had a room of about 30 people from, you know, young adult um, teenagers um, through adult. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, I think we were all just mesmerized and, you know, each time I've seen him paint now, it's st still just as mesmerizing. Right. And he's talking through it. And at the end, you think, oh, wow, that's like a finished painting. He's like, oh, I still have time left to go, <laughs> you know? <laughs> like, um, so that's one thing. We're doing um, workshops for kids and adults. Mm -hmm. One workshop that we have coming up is on um, May 7th mm -hmm. with our artist, um, Westville sculptor Gar Waterman. Mm hmm. He has a show. Oh, Beatlemania. Yeah, Beatlemania. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I've seen that. I know what yeah, that is. <laughs> exactly. So he has a show opening at um, the Peabody Museum at the end of the month on May 25th called Beauty and the Beetle, um, where he, they're pairing his um, beetle sculptures with the beetle collection at the Peabody. So this is kind of like a sneak peek to that. Mm -hmm. He's, um, he's um, created this great presentation of of stunning beetle imagery okay. and he's gonna um just open our minds to the world of beetles share his sculptures some from the the collection at the peabody and um and then afterwards we'll all be invited to create our own beetle we're gonna sculpt a scarab nice out of clay and other materials and yeah it should be a lot of fun how great um and another thing we've been doing is we've been doing artist talks. Mm -hmm. So at, we have our recep monthly reception. Um, and the artist talk series is called Art in Community 2020. Mm -hmm. And it's hosted, moderated by local um, conceptual artist, Semi Semi De Coco. Mm -hmm. um, and we have been, when, when it's the two-person show that we spoke of earlier, um, Semi will we'll moderate a discussion with the artists um, and a Q&A with the audience, just giving people a chance to um, learn more about mm -hmm. the artists and our work. Um, and coming up, our next show that opens um, May 4th, runs through the 28th, is a group show of member works as well as non-member works called One Planet, One Home. Mm -hmm. And it's a show about climate change and the environmental crisis. So, um, during Art Walk, which is the right, 12th right and the 13th. Yeah. yeah. So on the 13th at 3 o'clock, um, we're going to have a panel discussion um, 
and community conversation addressing the question, what can I do to fight climate change? Mm-hmm. So the idea is just, yeah, you know, like opening it up, inviting more people in um, and using art as a a beginning, I think. Right. A, a way to begin conversation. Right. So then how is the campaign going? Right, All of these yeah. great things you could possibly <laughs> do if it's all going to happen and what do you intend to do you know more more specifically i mean i know all of this costs things it sounds like a lot of it's free Mm -hmm. to the public so what um you know if you reach your goal Mm -hmm. um what is your goal how close are you um you know a lot of these things will happen and you'll be able to pay artists i presume yeah yeah so um right now we have a goal of fifteen thousand. i was explaining to you um all the money we have raised is not reflected on this current page because of some snafus with the indiegogo platform itself that i won't bore everyone with but essentially <laughs> we've had two pages the first one raised about 3500 and our second one has now raised about 8500 mm-hmm. around um and so yeah our current goal is 15000 um and we will it's a flexible goal so mm-hmm. we'll be receiving the money no matter what that's great awesome yeah, um, you know, a, a lot of what we're doing, we're getting a lot of donations, like from artists and the space, and a lot of in-kind donations. But when, with more funding, we we'll be able to provide honorariums for the artists, mm-hmm. money to support coordination and program management. Um, so we want to be able to provide all the supplies for free. You know, the right. idea is that this is all free or extremely low cost. But right. Our first priority is providing this free <laughs> yeah yeah so, yeah that's great and then do you think um i mean it just seems like you're going to reach that spot it's feeling like We're it yeah. pretty close mm-hmm. so then would your first quote-unquote season be like a fall launch or what when you know if oh, you're going to end tomorrow. You're launched. You're we're, here. We're in. We're going on. Yep. <laughs> it began really in february when okay. we received the grant great mm-hmm Great. So yeah, we're so it's going to continue. Then. It's going we're to keep continue moving forward and just continue to get even better. And yeah. you know, with more resources, we can offer more and more. <laughs> right. And yeah. I guess you know, and we've kind of spoken to this and around this, but like, what um, what are the what are the challenges in doing this work? Right, I, like funding is a challenge. You're mm-hmm. going to you 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 will hopefully solve tomorrow. Um, but what are the other challenges in, you know, a gallery imagining itself as a community space, as you said, like art as the entry point, but then everything else there. Mm -hmm. Well, um, one small challenge is, okay, are we going to have paint at this activity? (laughs) Messy challenges. What if my son... Gets his hands in the paint and then like slaps it on somebody's artwork because we're a retail gallery, you know, we're, we're not necessarily so set up for, for the programming side Mm -hmm. in, in terms of that. Um, but we did, we went for it and it went well because we're still, we're, everything's with parents, you know, so you can kind of say, okay. (laughs) I would say that's not a small challenge. I mean, that's, that's a Something to consider. Yeah. We don't necessarily want big globs of, yes. you know, we can't necessarily have like the easels that you would at Creative Arts Workshop or yes. something, you know. Well, and you don't have separate 
part of the beauty of it is you don't have separate studio space like at Yale Art Gallery, right? Where right. they have to like quarantine you if you're going to begin to touch a pencil. Right, right. Pencils are allowed. Yeah. But if you're going to begin to touch like a marker, <laughs> right, right. you got to get into the into yeah. the sterile zone. Understandably. Yeah. yeah. But so far, that's been okay. Yeah. What other <laughs> challenges? What else? I mean, in order to get to the spot, you know, where or what challenges yeah. do you foresee? Um, I think the biggest challenge aside from funding right now is just spreading the word and, and getting it out there. Um, and, you know, a big goal is to bring people to the gallery that may have never visited the gallery before. Mm-hmm. And so how do you let them know about what's going on? Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah. And, and also timing. When is the best time for this program. So that's something we definitely want to hear mm-hmm. you know, about, like hear from um, everyone. The world. The world, yeah. <laughs> um, one of the things when um, formulating the story time was I was doing a lot of pulling, okay, when's your nap time? Mm-hmm. When, what, what, when are you sitting at home with your kids thinking, I wish there was some yep. sort of thing that we could be doing right yep. now? Um, and it's still, I think, a work in process. We're just trying different times mm-hmm. and seeing what works and what doesn't. But that's something we definitely want feedback about um, moving forward and getting feedback. I think, you know, it's really important to hear how people experience the programs and mm-hmm. what we can change and um, tweak and how we can be better. Definitely. Then... And then we've also sort of talked around this to some extent, but it's still worth kind of rearticulating. Like, why, why do this? Right? This sounds like such a, sounds <laughs> <laughs> like so much work, Liz. I mean, mm-hmm. and so what? You know, where do the driving, you know, three things? Like, we're going to do this because these three things are so important to the gallery um, that it's all going to be worth it. Yeah. So I think. You know, the first thing is to broaden our audience because, mm-hmm. you know, cre- creating the artwork has its own benefits, like me personally, for instance, but then putting it up in the gallery, there's a whole different reason for doing that. And, it, you know, obviously we all want to make sales and make it big and all that. But beyond that, for me personally, and I think a lot of the artists at the gallery, it's a way we want to share it with people. So if we're hanging it in the gallery and no one's seeing it, then it's not really fulfilling our goal of, right. right? So we, I, I would like to share my work with more people. And I know that a lot of people feel the same. And, mm-hmm. and uh, as I mentioned, I think it can be the beginning of a conversation, mm-hmm. whether with me, the artist, or, you know, with your friends or with your family. Um, right. And it sounds like the, the premise of a lot of the programs does both, right? You're mm-hmm. both bringing people in. Mm-hmm. Which you could do any number of ways, right? Free food. Right, right. <laughs> That's a big one. Um, you know, like there's all sorts of ways to expand audiences. But I think at the same time, these programs are attempting to create dialogue specific to the work. Right. Um, so that's a win-win. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I think that um, one of the real beauties of, of art in general and the power of art is that it can be the basis for community building. Mm-hmm. You know, starting the conversation um, whether it's about like, oh, why did the artist put blue right over there? Mm-hmm. Or, you know, what is this artwork saying about our country and 
how do we feel about that? You know, it can be the the catalyst for starting some difficult conversations and mm. and perhaps um, conversations between people that might not have had those conversations before. Right, right, and they probably wouldn't walk in the gallery together, Were except not for, for the, the program, some kind of program. Yeah. So something that we were talking about um, at this past story hour. Um, you know, we read the book Counting on Community, and I asked, Is any, can anyone tell me what is community? And one of the older kids in attendance said, oh, it's something that we all share. And we talked about, you know, you can have a community in your neighborhood, you can have um, a religious community at your church, your synagogue, or your mosque. You can have, um, you know, you can have a community in at your school, mm-hmm. um, and then I said, and then we're kind of becoming a community here, you know, because we've had families that have been coming, you know, each time, right? And now we're all, you know, and it's not as if I knew all of them beforehand, right? So now we're all getting to know each other, and we're developing a community at the gallery. Yeah, well, I community think- is bound by physical mm-hmm. distance, right? I mean, you physically are together in mm-hmm. a community, or that's how I like to see. You know, there's online community too, but right. you know, yeah. um, you know, there's power in being together. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I think, yeah, and that you know, that's sort of another goal here too, is to to give kids a fun and educational, though it's, mm-hmm. they don't necessarily. We don't not overtly. That, we don't want them to realize that it's <laughs> educational, um, and an an opportunity to spend time away from the screen. And to interact with, you know, kids, adults, and right. around art. Right. Well, where do people go to Indiegogo you oh, to if they wanted us. to? Yeah. That would be lovely. Um, you can find the link to our Indiegogo page on our website, which is um, www.kellerlidellgallery.com. <laughs> That's... And that's still tomorrow at night? When does it end? The last day is tomorrow. I'm assuming like it's the full day. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think you're going to get there. Um, and, and we'll reiterate that, and, and you can mention when the next shows are and whatever. But what I'd like to also ask, and it's so cool that you're from New Haven originally. I didn't actually know that. But, <laughs> but you know, you are a born and raised artist, <laughs> visual artist, <laughs> who has found a home here permanently so what what are the parts places ideas what aspects of new haven inspire your work um so you can live anywhere specifically as visual artists you can really live anywhere but what um what anchors you to new haven what inspires you when you're here Mm -hmm. um well family Mm -hmm. certainly that's allowed yeah okay (laughs) born and raised you should say that yeah yeah family is certainly you know, a large part of what's anchoring us here. And um, I love my family and friends, you know. And um, But it, it is a really inspiring artist community. Um, at Keller Lydell, you know, I love being a part of that community um, and learning from some really established artists that I looked up to as a kid, in right. fact. Because... Um, Gar Waterman, for example, taught me stone sculpture when I was in the eighth grade. How cool. I remember thinking it was super cool, you know? <laughs> and now I'm like, ooh, wow. We're in the same member pool. Yeah, super. So um, 
being a part of the, of the Keller Lydell community um, is always inspiring when mm -hmm. I'm there. And whether it's talking with fellow artists about ideas or things we're working on or things we want to do at the gallery mm -hmm. um, or talking with people that are coming in. Um, but then New Haven at large, I mean, there's so much going on in the greater Westville. Mm -hmm. um, that whole little block there on Whaley is, is just alive with arts and creativity all the time. That's really fun um, to see and experience. Um, and then New Haven beyond Westville, I mean, the Audubon Arts area. I spent mm -hmm. a lot of time at Creative Arts, and I was mm -hmm. at the preschool and neighborhood music school working there for a while. And, you know, that whole area is inspiring. And, um, of course, art space and the Yale Art Gallery is just incredible. And going right. there and being able to see these masterpieces, and, you know, it's just, it seems no end of inspiration here. And I think part of the benefit to living here as an artist is you can. Um, kind of, you can make it happen a little bit more easily financially, perhaps. Mm -hmm. You know, as opposed to being in a New York where you're, you're just running yourself ragged trying to make rent. Right. Um, you can have right. a little more space and be in close proximity to the big spots. When I went to see your show about a month ago, the intern mm -hmm. that you had at the front was. Um, gallery sitting and she was a student an art student from new york yeah from the school of visual arts yeah yeah and she was kind of she just said exactly what you just said right she was like i don't know i'm off a semester i'm really into where i am and what's going on here and i thought about yeah i was like oh are we you know we are magnetic enough to mm -hmm. you know kind of connect retain you know if if people want to live in and you know live in a more livable place yeah and i think so um, she's fantastic, Tony Ann Giamono. Um, and yeah, she, you know, it, it was kind of like this happy. Uh, so we had been talking, part of the programming is to have an apprenticeship program Great. for people who are in school and want to like get, you know, learn the ropes of working in a retail gallery. And we them into moving to New Haven. <laughs> but she just happened to call one day oh, man. and says, are you looking for an intern? And I thought, well, you know, let me call you in the future where we're working on this. And I said, wait a minute. <laughs> no, no, let's meet. Let's meet tomorrow. <laughs> we'll, we'll make this happen right now. And, um, yeah, so I think that um, something about a benefit to living here is you can, you know, if you're willing to take that initiative and make that phone call like she did, and um, you can kind of get in. Mm -hmm. You know, it's not mm -hmm. this, like, in New York, it might be much more difficult. Maybe a few more no's. Right. <laughs> before you get a yes. Right. But then from that, you can, um, I think you can really get a, a lot of great experience. That's awesome. Well, then what to say about connecting it all together? So there's two pieces of it. So your show and remind me who's with you. Oh, Alan Schulich. Ends on? On April 30th. It's this Sunday. This Sunday. Yeah. And what's the next show? What's it called? What are the dates? So it, the next show is One Pla One Planet, One Home. Runs from May 4th through the 28th with the opening reception um, and panel discussion over the Art Walk weekend, mm -hmm. which is mm -hmm. May 12th and 13th. Right. And that's the show that's a member 
and guest exhibit. Yep. Mm-hmm. Those are always fun. Yeah, we opened it up to have a juried component to it. Oh, it's juried, so people got to submit work to mm-hmm. the exhibit. It's not. I, there's also the show you do sometimes where members pick other non-members, yeah, which is a great show. Yeah, that's Artist's Curator yes. that we've been doing over the summers. Yes. Yeah, this we opened up um, and asked for submissions. It was the first time we had done a juried show. So like I said, all members are juried in. Right. And so we mirrored the juried show similarly. That's great. And I assume you've seen the work then. Yeah, it's so. going to be a great show. It's a real range, you know. Some artists are um, kind of commenting um, on uh, climate change, um, like uh, Frank Bruckman, the the sort of um, the image on our postcard, mm-hmm. <laughs> the promotional image. Right. He's painted um, the planet Earth, and it looks like it's melting. Mm-hmm. And then we have, you know, some artists kind of offering up solutions to the problem. Um, one of our invited artists has a series of photographs of green rooftops in mm. New York City. Um, so each piece will have an artist statement next to it. So it'll be kind of a real learning That's a real purpose too. and <laughs> theme going. Yeah. That's great. And then the, you know, we get to find the Indiegogo campaign on your website and that ends tomorrow. Yes. And I assume it's an every sized gift welcome. Oh yeah, and I mean, if you get the urge to donate after tomorrow, we will accept it. <laughs> <laughs> I assume that's true as well. Do you, you probably have some interesting benefits up though in the Indiegogo, right? What oh, are some yeah. of the cool giveaways? Thanks for bringing that up. Yeah. So our artists have donated um, lots of artworks in oh, support great. of the vision, and many of them are at bargain prices. Um, so there's all kinds of great shopping to do. And then we're also offering, um, curated brunches or cocktail parties Mm -hmm. at, at the gallery Mm -hmm. for you and, and your friends. You can, we'll set it up very shishy in there, you know, um, nice party for you and your friends in a, in a gallery setting. It's something else that you could purchase. That's very cool. That's very cool. Well, I hope that it all goes super well. Thank you. Because um, I know it will, but also that, you know, it can continue, mm-hmm. you know, forever and ever. So, um, though we might not know who Keller Liddell is, yeah. <laughs> we can know where it is and, mm-hmm. and how it, you know, its role to play in this sort of crazy artist community we have here. Yeah. So, thanks for coming on the show. Thank you. Um, and thanks everyone for listening to this episode of Artbeat. Again, if it's interesting for you to think about the gallery this way, or you know people who are interested in it, the best thing you can do is share the podcast um, along so that everybody knows what's happening in our art community. And we'll be back in two weeks. Take care till then. <laughs>